Hello and welcome to the Crystal Core Radio Podcast. Also a special patch notes video here for you guys today on work to game Be sure to like, favorite, subscribe, share, and clip any of your best moments from it. But today we're going to be doing a deep dive into patch 6.0's notes. The notes have been posted over on the Lodestone and we're also hanging out live here over on Twitch. So if you guys want to have a more in-depth discussion, if you got questions about these patch notes, you can always pop over and hang out with Chris. He's live Monday through Friday. 8 a.m. But there's some changes coming in 2022. We'll let Chris share about that here more in the future about our streaming plans into 2022. But without further ado, there's this is a big um, this is a big set of notes. This is a lot of information. We're going to dive into it like we typically do. Uh, if you guys are also curious, you can search Crystal Core Radio anywhere online. Any uh, you can look on your Samsung fridge. I bet we're there. Um, but if you want this in just a uh, MP3 format, note that, that we're also posting these up as a special podcast uh, MP3 for you guys today. Chris also just got his E12S clear. So congratulations in the 11th hour, essentially, or 5 a.m. in the morning, uh, central time, uh, you were able to get that knocked out. So we want to say congrats to you, sir. And congrats to the team that helped, uh, put that together. We did it. We did it. We got the, by the time we got the clear, we were less than 24 hours from the servers no longer being live. So, um, Talk about sliding in under the radar. <laughs> but uh, speaking of sliding in under the radar, we have had a fire hose of information around this game. That is the phrase you used right before we, we hit record here. Um, since last February, effectively. Yeah. Uh, where from the showcase onward, we have been getting regular, um, not cryptic, regular, clear information about changes such as what's happening to your belts, you know what what is carrying forward are we going to get job quests or role quests are we getting a new race are we getting a new class where are we going um you know what's happening at level 90 is this the finale of the story is it the finale of the game we've been getting all of this but we've been getting it rapidly we've gotten it from everything from interviews to live letters to big events um and and so on and last night when this went live while i was was rating the uh i'm already seeing people that like a lot of this is new information to them um because you know i, I have to assume it's just because like the sheer amount of information out there that things have slipped through the cracks yeah. because nothing in this at my skimming other than like some screenshots and stuff should really be groundbreaking if you have a perfect eidetic memory of everything <laughs> we've been told through since last february to the one person in the workforce that does out there somewhere uh, you know, like <laughs> I'm sure they, they <laughs> quoting us back from 2018, um, just as a few, uh, show notes here as a part of the notes, new PVP content, Crystal conflict is actually planned for 6.1. Uh, the raid will be in 6.01, which is be two weeks from December the 7th. And then the savage version will be at, uh, uh, six, uh, you know, patch 605, which is scheduled for January the 4th. So just note that when you step in, there is no reason to rush the story to get to the raid because the raid is two weeks away and then it's another two weeks away. So ultimately you'll get your savage content. Then also uh, ultimate is planned for 6.1 and on the notes themselves, they say, remember to confirm early access details. Uh, so those are important. The overall, the overview is playable content. We're going to go through areas, leaves, the treasure hunt, housing, miscellaneous updates, the battle system, PVP changes, items and system, Quest Fates, Grand and Free Companies, Mandeville Gold Saucers, all into the playable content. Uh, the Feast is being changed, and then 6.1 will be removed. 
Uh, and so that is essentially the overview. Uh, Chris, why don't you take us into the first area of playable content? So guys, uh, this is all stuff they deem non-spoiler. I saw some people um, saying that they thought this was all really spoilery. Uh, just know that if you think anything in this is spoilery, Yoshi P's thought is that's not a spoiler. Trust me. They, like the things I could tell you. Uh, and so this is all stuff we've been shown uh, as, as recent as the media tour. But before that, we've seen some of these screenshots. Old Charlayan, Rod Zetan uh, are the two new big capital cities and then we have uh some new zones they're going to show us some of them but not all of them labyrinthios thavnair uh, garlemald Merlim, uh limitorium uh but th there's there's stuff they're not telling us uh they we are getting aetherites <laughs> oh, but i will tell you like already if you have not gone and watched rook from bird of chesses uh soon to be the rookeries um channel she did the lore stuff and she actually talked about these what lore questions are opened up by these aetherites because they're not normal aetherites and so we have seen just enough of them to know that something we don't know everything um and we move into quests where we know that we are getting an msq this is the finale to the final fantasy 14 saga from 2.0 to now the game will continue but this is the finale of this um, the number of Aether Currents in all Heavensward, Stormblood, and Shadowbringers has been reduced. Um, and the location of certain Aether Currents has been adjusted. They have said moving forward they don't want that to be as, I think, mean was the word they used, as punishing of a system to unlock flying. There was um, a part of it that is enjoyable, but it's usually enjoyable once. If I had to do it on a second character, it would be laborious. Like, it'd be yeah, like, people come on. Gerald Hart that have nine characters. Right, exactly. And it's... Uh, so they've they announced that that was happening. So we're going to see that. Uh, it looks like that continue. I'm wondering if that bleeds into even Endwalkers like uh, currents, or is this just a matter of hey, these expansions have been out for a while. We're trying to get more people into later parts of the game. We'll have to wait and see. Like all you know, I think it's I think overall like I think they did say that even Endwalker is going to have like a little bit more of a refinement in terms of like how the Aether currents work with the new zones and flying. All right. Uh, obviously, we get the MSQ. We're going to see some screenshots here uh, from a spoiler perspective. Note, this is a spoiler free. Uh, so these but these images look phenomenal as always. So feel free to go download those and get those set up for backgrounds. I think that will be really excellent. New side story quests have been added. So as a part 6.0, it's going to employ an automatic level system known as Quest Sync. We saw this in Shadowbringers. It truly is one of the best systems that they brought in with Shadowbringers. It's, it's just one of those things. that's the back end that makes the questing so much more smooth, especially with leveling up alts and just kind of like I've cleared more zones and Shadowbringers because of quest sync. I really hope they bring it backwards at some point. Um, yeah, the MSQ is something they said you will you will actually be able to go all the way from 80 to 90 just on MSQ. Um, and so having these be scale will be really nice for alts. They're trying to make the game a little more alt friendly. Uh, they said people are leveling four jobs in Shadowbringers and they want people to be able to maintain that if they want to. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's there's a lot there. Keep in mind, the MSQ is 50% more words and 30% longer based on two separate statements. Uh, and I assume the reason for that delta, how they're getting more words without going up by 50% length, is that uh, our quest givers are going to now talk to us like mid quest i don't know how else to explain that when you uh, when you get a quest on one side of the zone and they say meet me at the other side you the mount up you. and then they disappear they're now going to mount up and ride there with you 
uh, and talk to you as they go yes. like a trust would. Yes. Now, if you decide midway through, you're like, you know what? I want to go to the Golden Saucer. Then they'll disappear and they'll go back there like they always did. Um, but that way, people who are playing their MSQ straight through, they'll be in your G-pose with you. Um, that gives them a chance to kind of say things that are not as important, but are still really helpful, which is what the trusts have done, where they can kind of fill out that conversation because not everything needs to be cutscene worthy, but like, you know, like if something crazy happens, right? Say there's a crazy new weather type or something. It's weird that the NPCs are just having a conversation. You're like, nobody's nobody's going to say anything about this. We're just, <laughs> we're just not going to acknowledge this. Right. So that's that's a place where you could be like, hey, it's it's raining frogs. And they can say like, hey, that's it. That is weird. Uh, and so like being able to fly across the zone with them, I think would be really nice for um, filling out the rest of all the things that I know that I wonder when I question people. I was like, are you do you not think this is weird? Like we, we're just having a normal conversation. So, role quests. Yes. There will be no level 90 job quests. Um, so, we will have five sets of role quests. That is a departure from the four in Shadowbringers. Mm -hmm. um, that is that these will not be like they were in Shadowbringers, where you're going to suddenly have to stop story to clear these to continue. Um, these are meant to feel a little more natural. So there was feedback there where I think a lot of people were like, I remember that really making my Shadowbringers experience really disjointed. They have, they hear you. Um, and they said, okay, we like aspects of this, but we understand that as well. And so this will hopefully feel a little bit better in that way. Yeah. When we get to those. I'm personally really excited about it because while I really enjoyed the story of the, uh, the role quest that they told in Shadowbringers, obviously the images here uh indicate that you know obviously we're back on the source now and uh it's gonna be really great to see what they can do what stories they can actually tell based off of those roles within this space so personally just like with myths of the realm coming in 6-1 i'm really thrilled about what kind of stories they can tell uh this time around so as far as it goes obviously you have your tanks your your melee dps your physical range dps your magical range dps and your healers and they're telling you right here basically where they all kick off Looks like all starting out at Razad Han. That's where this is all going to start. And then it's going to take you various different directions. So that's going to be fun uh, to see. Uh, and obviously the, the names of the quest are going to be really uh, right now, not telling, but maybe if they add more later that they will hide quest names in that regards. Uh, stadium. Stuturdum, I, what's that word? Studium. These are our <laughs> custom deliveries. We are going to the college. We're going back to college. Uh, and so each disciple of uh, of Hand and Land will be able to progress through their role quests as well. Um, the Studium is going to be our new crystalline mean. Gotcha. So it's, Thank you. It's just moving that forward. Uh, and this all looks like it's going to continue. Keep in mind that we are, I assume it'll go over this at some point, but we are uh, moving from yellow scripts and white scripts to... Um, white scripts and and purple scripts very nice so just like we did in stormblood we had red scripts so this is no different for anybody that does remember all the way 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 back in my day it's at the uh at the stormblood we're just kicking this one step forward and we will move through those various and they did they did multiple sets of role quests in uh and they divided them into so you'll see the uh the faculty of archaeology uh is blacksmith armor or goldsmith so they're mm. being paired and you'll go through those five levels of of esteem and they'll be requesting materials. Um, unfortunately, it was really only playable through once. So it was kind of a bummer that if you want to level them all, you only get to enjoy that once. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if they're going to change like how that that feels, if there's anything special, any, any, I don't know. It would have been nice to have some kind of tribute to them because it, Shadowbringers made the 
the crafters in particular mm -hmm. all feel really, really identical. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so then additional side quests will be unlocked upon completing the entirety of the main scenario and all five uh, studium uh, delivery quest series. And so you can see on that. So also just like before with the void quests, uh, now there's also we have that for the uh, for the crafters and gatherers, which is great. Uh, certain instance battles will now display uh, character portraits alongside the battle dialogue widget. This is really cool. Character portraits has only been added to instance battles appearing in the main scenario of Endwalker. They can be disabled by unchecking the display character portraits with the battle dialogue widget under the HUD tab in the UI settings in the character configuration menu. I love this. I think that's going to help better communicate who's talking to you during those events because they can kind of be a little bit hectic. What do you think? I think that I always wish this game was fully voiced, but as I've watched people go back through things like Shadowbringers and stuff, I've been watching all these creators and huge congrats to, to Bellular and Pyro and Preach and, you know, all these people who have made just substantial progress. Um, there's a lot that they hide by not having this and by not having voice where we don't necessarily know who somebody is if they're off screen or if their face is covered. Um, because we don't get a clean portrait and we don't get a voice. And so I do wonder if they're going to have a way of like when it's meant to remain mysterious. Um, that's just my immediate question. How do they leave it mysterious if it's meant to be mysterious? Because there's been an advantage in it not being well enough documented, as opposed to you can imagine if we were not supposed to know who somebody was and they spoke off screen and we heard their voice actor, we're like, yeah, but I know who it is. Yeah. Like, like my, my brothers are identical twins and I can identify them by their voices because they've been my brothers for you know a, a while and so like that kind of ruins it but if mm -hmm. you just send me something that they said in text i don't know which one of them said it yeah uh when viewing cutscenes of the unending journey class quests and job quests are up to and including those introduced in the 4.x patches will require players to actually change the relevant class or job uh, that's fascinating because i guess you people could you know do a class quest and look you know like a, like another class but now it's a part of the unending journey so uh, so that seems like an interesting thing to then change and restrict, but it is how it is. Uh, under leaves, new tradecraft and fieldcraft leaves have been added. Not a shocker. If they literally said like battlecraft, I would have been like, what? <laughs> We're coming. It's coming back. Uh, experience points rewarded when using class at level 80 or above to complete a leave with a level requirement below 80 has been capped at a thousand. So you're not going to be going spamming old quests for experience. With consideration for the inflation of gill and the potential rewards for using a single leave allowance, the following adjustments have been made. Here we go. Here we go. The experience points and gill rewarded for tradecraft leaves that that only allow single turn-ins have been increased. The experience point and gill rewards for tradecraft leaves that allow multiple turn-ins have been reduced. The experience points and gill rewards for fisher fieldcraft leaves that only allow for single turn-ins has been increased. The experience points and gill rewards that only allow multiple turn-ins has been reduced because the downscaling of the game values coincides with adjustments to rewards it is not possible to make a direct comparison of rewards before and after the release of patch 6.0 i don't think this fixes the problem it's not possible you heard that internet we are not allowed to compare this this is totally independent of it is not possible. Oh, we're going to compare it. Uh, <laughs> this will feel different. I believe this is them starting to explain the statements where Yoshi P has said that uh, he does not believe that we're going to have a reason to go back and do cookie leave turn-ins 
um, during 6.0. And so this is just the clarity on that. Uh, and so it will feel different. I think that um, having to turn things in three times to maximize rewards, as opposed to just saying, let's just, let's just dial all the, the stuff to the appropriate thing in the right place. Like that's just needlessly cumbersome for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. um, so that might feel good. That's going to depend a lot on tuning. Um, they had said they were going to push up Fisher because they found that people just aren't doing it. <laughs> so you, you got to give me a reason. Yeah. The undertaking Fisher Fieldcraft leaves on that note has actually required that requires spear fishing. The number of fish required has been increased for doing those those leaves. We're getting some new fates. Um, that should not be a shocker. But uh, this like this guy looks pretty cool. Very excited to see uh, how that works in. Uh, players will receive bicolor gemstones upon uh, completing the fates in the 6.0 areas. This currency can be exchanged with the gemstone trader NPCs for various goods and rewards. Furthermore, as you continue to complete fates in these new areas, gemstone traders will offer a wider selection of items and to view your progress in each area, the shared fate uh, under travel in the main menu with a cap of a thousand. And so just like within Shadowbringers, I'm so happy to see the system moving forward. If they decide to ever move it backwards, I think that would be something personally very It's more exciting. than six in the existing ones, right? So like they've dialed back how long it's going to take to max out a zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. The, uh, in Shadowbringers, they... I think it was three. Oh, was it? Yeah. Did it max out a zone? Mm -hmm. I don't know why I thought they were more. So, have the game open. And, and maybe they, they've updated it. I haven't done any kind of like bait, you know, farming in a, in a while in Shadowbringers. So maybe chat would let us know. Um, and cool. then, yeah. And then that's how you also got your mount speed increase in Shadowbringers in the zone. So I'm betting that same system is going to be applied here as well. Uh, the following additions and adjustments have been made to the treasure maps. Uh, Amethyst skin treasure maps and Kumagabashi skin treasure maps have been added. Uh, the reward for uh, glider skin treasure maps and zoner skin treasure maps have been adjusted. Algae and tombstones rewarded for completing the treasure maps introduced prior to 6.0 have been changed to poetics. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, the dungeons of Legath and the shifting oblets of Lithgah are now uh, to be level synced, adjusting players to level 80. All right, so going into Grand and Free Companies, additional items will now be accepted for supply and provisioning missions. That makes sense because they've been doing the HQ change-ups and, and what have you, so. There's also now additional items on the loot table, right? Yeah. So like, if nothing else, it has to accept the new dungeon loot. Uh, Reaper and Sage symbols oh. options have actually been added to Grand Company chests. Because the expert delivery, like if nothing yeah. else, right? There if nothing else. New, yeah. <laughs> new craftable items have been added to the company workshop. Uh, the following company actions have been replaced with new actions. Back on your feet is now fleet footed. Back on your feet two is now fleet footed two. The change we've all needed. All so that time. actually is a change. So that's so what that is is that's the change to now it's going to make you um, run faster all the time in capital cities. Mm -hmm. um, but then it's removing like there. I guess there was a way for you to like abuse it in battle content or something. So it's no longer going to like function in that way it's meant to be a more passive thing yeah um so it, it's not just a name change they will physically they, they are actively changing the, the the perk there uh under housing the following uh the successful restoration of the firmament new housing district ethereum has been added to ishgard uh you can now purchase houses in 6.1 that's the plan so note that you can go walk around and stake out your plot i guess here uh, by completing the following quest, players can be able to teleport to the residential district directly via the Aetherite uh, in the Foundation. 
that's a level 60 quest and that's going to take place in foundation gone le blonde is who you need to speak with on that regards in preparation for the lottery sales system scheduled to be implemented with patch 6.1 it will no longer be possible to relocate an estate to plots of land that are not yet ready for purchase so no more ninja having your uh, house stolen from you while you do the the... I've heard people skirting terms of service on that are now trading for billions because it's the last of the illicit transactions. <laughs> oh, good times. Because they're stuck with all this inventory that they can't dump. Yeah. Good. Good. Furnishings, oh, I'm so sad. furnishings for the 14 furnishing design contest have been added. You can learn more about the different design contests and we can see a couple images like those here. I like the little swing on the tree. Very well done. A little fountain with the flowers. Beautiful. More furnishings for an inside, a little dining room table. Got a, you know, like a food display area. Like that's how, that's funny in my mind. I just find that funny. A harp and some musical instruments. Uh, crafting facility furnishings can now be used to craft classes up to level 80. In accordance with the increased character level cap, level 90 Thavnarian striking dummies have been added. So there we go. Uh, new orchestrarian roles have been added. New aquarium fish have been added. The, uh, when viewing the aquarium fish window fish can now be separated into tabs according to size so very similar to the you know like yeah we're we're losing high quality but fish size is a thing it was a little different this was literally you had to like go into their thumb they had to go into their tooltip if you just wanted to fill your aquarium to see mm -hmm. like how many fish you could put in it i had to like gauge it and so what it's what it's resulted in is i don't feel like ever swapping my fish out because it's really cumbersome yeah uh it's a lot of extra reading as opposed to being able to just sort it like this it's like oh done um so I think this is really clean. That's good. That's excellent. New seeds for flower pots have been added. Uh, and then you can see the Titerosella seeds, butchering the name, but it is what it is. And you can find uh, these seeds at the various different suppliers in Mist, Lavender Betts, Goblet, Shirgani, Inferium, Apartments, and New Gritania. So if you guys have referred to the patch notes, if you can't find the uh, material supplier, but they should be pretty straightforward. New prizes have been able for purchase via MGP. They're showing you're off. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, you're a wizard, Harry. A little Harry Potter collab integration. <laughs> it looks like. <laughs> uh, the following additions and changes have been made to Triple Triad. New cards, obviously, that makes sense. New NPC opponents, that makes sense. Players can now engage in Triple Triad matches in new areas. All right. I know this is the, this is big news. The male Vera can now be created when uh, when making a character. Uh, so this is a new uh, gender to the Viera race. So this was kind of a big reveal from Yoshi P. I didn't see this one coming. Remember, I, I believe you would be able to Fantasia before the servers go offline. Mm -hmm. And the advantage to that would be that what otherwise you have to log out. And I think logging out is a risky choice on day one. So people that want to swap, I would Fantasia before the servers go offline so that you can make your character change and go through the queue once. Yeah. Rather than, you know, I got in. I drink we, a potion. We've been wondering and out. waiting to figure out, like, <laughs> we've obviously seen server load, and that's still with the fact a lot of people have been on break, you know, before Endwalker. So uh, we're expecting a lot of congestion, and Square Enix has sent that out. But the thing also with the Mail Vieira is you don't have to have uh, progression in any part of the story. So you can do this as long as you own the expansion itself. Uh, new it's, hairstyle options have been added. If you are changing a Vieira, remember that uh, you're absolutely right. You can save a Viera, uh, a male Viera right now on the benchmark, which would mean that for anybody watching this before Endwalker goes live, mm -hmm. you would have the ability to use your Fantasia, have your appearance saved so that on day one, you're not spending much time in character selection or rushing it. So, no, no, you can take as long as you want now. Um, and in that way on day and date, 
you can charge in and wait in line with everybody else and immediately go through that character selection very, very rapidly. It's so strange. We haven't got a butt slider, but we do have a boob slider. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to say that. Uh, <laughs> Let's just have fun. With all right. <laughs> now, Derplander here is... Uh, you know, honestly, at this point, he knows it's the victory lap. He's just mailing it in. It's time for it's time for stubble. It's just it, it, 2020 was real. You don't need to be clean shaven all the time. And he's there. Chat um, points out that uh, the uh, it says for 5X. So it's not actually Endwalker that you have to own. This is added for Shadowbringers. So you just have to own Shadowbringers from Malvier. Thank you, chat. Cool. Missed that note. All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Chris. All right. So trust system. Uh, Estinian was added as our new... Uh, Trust Buddy, he will not be able to go into the Shadowbringers dungeons. Uh, in accordance with the increased level cap, the uh, level cap for Avatar NPCs has also been increased. Um, remember that when you go through the main scenario, you ever, when you come across a dungeon for the first time, you have what's called scenario move, uh, scenario mode, and that's that's available um, to make you I'll let you if you're leveling on a dps job you can skip the cues if you just want to go slower or you're more exploratory or whatever you want to do you can go do that and have an immersive experience and you can mix it you don't have to because you didn't do it for the level 81 tower of zot dungeon you're not now behind you're not able to do it for whatever the second dungeon is um but once you get to cap you you unlock the ability to start leveling them in this like other little cosmetic companion style system um and that of course is going to level 90. the yeah. amount of experience points required for them to gain levels uh was reduced just like ours because they're making the experience numbers smaller, but they'd already made them easier to level. So um, that's already happening. But because of the overwrite in downscaling, that means that their experience is going to reset as well. So anybody that has, um, if they're at, you know, 70.9, mm -hmm. they're going to go back to 70. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be the same with your characters. So like I have um, going into it, I will have a 56.8 level dragoon um it's going to go back to 56 and so that the higher the level that is the more important that is where you before the servers go offline like it would be worth finishing that at 56 if i went and ran a leveling roulette i'd just be 57.9 so like that i'm just going to let that fall off but like um if you have like a 79.8 that would that would suck so worth going and finishing that absolutely Following additions and adjustments have been made to Wander's Tales, prizes available in exchange for Chloe's Gold Certificate of Commendation, Silver Commendation, and Bronze Certificate have been adjusted. The following duties have been added as objectives to Wander's Tales. So uh, the addition of these duties will not reflect uh, Wander's Tales in your possession prior to reaching level 90 with at least one Disciple of War, Magic, uh, Tower of Paradigms Breach, Mistral's Ballad, Hades' Elegy, uh, Cinder Drift Extreme, Memorial Me Mesra, The Seat of Sacrifice, Castrum meridium the cloud deck and level 81 to 90 dungeons so this is all essentially the the level 80 content now is being pushed in here as a as a method for you guys to go and farm that uh for your for your wonders tales and walker entries have been added to the sightseeing log and yep. uh the following additions and changes have been made to the challenge log new categories have been added a boon from nature successfully trigger a gathers boon effect while gathering items uh, comparable to uh, your own 30 times. Catch of the day, catch 10 large size fish. Spear no effort. Spear 20 large size fish. Give them what they want. Complete five supply provisioning missions. Give them what they want to. Complete 10 supply provisioning missions. Following categories were removed. Anything that is related to high quality. 
<laughs> give them what they want, give them what they want HQ, uh, is out of here. But large size fish are high quality. So the yeah. hooked and reeling and spear meat, like those are literally identical. Um, it's just a new name to denote that they are different. Yeah. Skywatcher NPCs have been added to the new areas uh, to tell you about the weather and all of that. However, special requirements must be met to unlock them. So far, most of this is just carrying it forward. It's what we would expect with a new expansion. The level cap for your battle classes is going to 90, and we are adding Reaper and Sage, which will mm -hmm. begin at level 70. Remember that they will not, they're not going to appear naked. They're going to get their, their AF gear at 70, but the level 70 Poetics gear will be better than theirs. Um, so the Reaper will have a quest starting in Uldah. It will share gear with Dragoon if you'd like to have that gear now, or possibly already do. Sage will start in Limsa. Um, and so that will share gear with our healers and that will let you kind of gear them up. So you could have 70 and 80 gear already waiting and you just need, you just need weapons. Absolutely. Um, That's, a, I mean, have, this is going to be great. They have added a ton of new actions, tra uh, traits, and your jobs are going to look a little different. They've linked to the job action trailer here. The media tour also went over a ton of coverage from a ton of content creators. Those stats were subject to change, but um, that should give you a ballpark idea of how your job changed. I know Brian and I did an immense amount of coverage on that. Uh, and so that should help people kind of get a feel for exactly what their job changed. It's a, it's a massive set of changes. Reaper uh, and Sage can't be used in Hall of the Novice, or they actually don't get first-time bonuses from guild hests, which is a change. Uh, usually we've, we've seen job and class get bonuses from guild hests for the first time completion. That is, that is, that's a change. So. Guild has to stop at level 40, so that does not feel like an immense loss. Well, it's not a big loss. It's still that, like, if you ever went back and, and did them as a part of any kind of roulette, you'd just get an extra amount of bonus, and that is not how it works. I'm wondering if that's also in accordance with the XP change or, or what have you. Uh, we've covered over the job details uh, and and all the skills that we played with, uh, obviously, the, the expansion. So I, I don't see, obviously, that they're going to go through each of those changes here. Uh, so we'll have to obviously wait and dive into the expansion when that uh, gives us more of those information because it says actions and traits have been adjusted. The sick pet action has been removed. That makes perfect sense because the pets did not attack at all. And it was kind of funny trying to say, Hey, attack. And then it's like, they're not doing anything. So what this is, uh, that, that I'm not surprised to see that. I was hoping that we'd have them attack, but it is how it is. Uh, the frame, uh, the time frame which players must execute actions to continue or complete combos has been extended. Uh, this is also where your combos and actions don't break. When... It went from 15 to 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. It's That's a mass. Nice. It's a massive change. It will make a huge difference in like fight intermissions, um, things like that, where like or in between pulls in a dungeon where you kill stuff and you're running to the next pack and your your combo action it falls off. Mm -hmm. um, limit breaks no longer break combos. Ranged attacks for melee no longer break combos. Um, the ranged effect of the healer limit break went from 30 to 50 yams mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than a level three limit break that doesn't grab people because the healer casts it on one side of the arena and it's not it's not far enough. Yeah. Um, and so this was all stuff that came out of the media tour. So there's nothing here that's shocking. I was seeing some people last night that were like, I can't believe these changes. Um, if you want any explanation on these, what I would say is this is a, this is a patch notes reading. So these are very brief. If you want more information. Um, I would go back to the media tour because that's when a lot of this information was kind of explained on what the reasoning is and why they did a lot of these changes because they are pretty big shifts to the battle system. 
As a result uh, of this change, various battle system related values, including gear and material attributes, as well as the potency of meals and medicine, will be reduced accordingly. Please note, however, that these changes will have no effect on game balance. That's regarding, obviously, the reduction in scaling, how those changes are playing out. Player so attributes. Roughly 20%. Yeah. Player attributes have been adjusted as follows. Weapon damage has been adjusted to achieve parity between physical and magical damage attributes of weapons to the same item level. In accordance with this change, acts and potencies are, have been adjusted. The effective determination of damage dealt has been increased. The determination of piety attributes of certain low-level gear has been adjusted to match values of the critical hit and direct hit attributes, and these values is minor and will not affect game balance. The effect of certain monster NPC actions have been adjusted, and the amount of experience points required to level up a Disciple War magic of jobs has been adjusted due to the downscaling of values. So in accordance with this change, adjustments have also been made to the following. Experience earned do, uh, for defeating enemies. Experience earned for completing uh, quests and leave quests. Everything. Duty roulettes, guild leaves, beast try daily quests, daily mark bills, and challenge logs. Now, because the database is going to be overwritten, the implement the downscaling of values. Any experience points accumulated between levels prior to the release of 6.0 and uh, was going to be reset to zero. So do not log out at level 79 and a half because that half a level is gone. You'll be at 79. And they talked about how much time it would take uh, to go and try to calculate where everybody falls in the new scaling. And they said it would take about a three or four week downtime of the game. So instead of the 24 hour maintenance, instead of 24 hour maintenance. So instead of a three week offline period, why they preserve half a level worth of experience. They've told us this, I think in October, November, now we're here, it's December. And, uh, yeah. So you have today, if you're listening to this on the first, if you're listening to this later, I have bad news. <laughs> uh, the armory bonus granted between level 80 has been increased from 50 to hundred percent or below level 80. And then, uh, this is applied to all disciples of war magic other than your highest level job from level 80 onward the armory bonus is 50 percent increase in xp gained when defeating enemies so no matter what like if you have a level 85 he's not going to get uh, the advantage of the armory bonus but everybody who's level 84 and below will get that that will be a hundred if you're level 80 and below but when you hit level 80 and up that shifts to 50 50 percent the status effect for you brian <laughs> good luck uh, the status effect of true self has been changed from a nominal spirit and its description has been adjusted. Uh, this effect applies during instance quest battles wherein players control NPC allies and the difficulty has been set to easy or very easy. The effect of the status has not been changed. In accordance with the increased level cap, new world and preferred world character bonuses now apply to all jobs level 79 or below. So you can always check out the lodestone regarding bonuses for new world and preferred world etc and we should see a lot of new worlds coming online with uh six one in that time frame new enemies have been added <laughs> look at this guy yeah it looks yeah. like gumby that's our it. this is actually new so this is everything so far a lot of this has been information we've gotten along the way or or is not shocking information but this is where they're starting to show us stuff we haven't seen uh, as we look down to the new dungeons we have seen a lot of these images um they're not telling us why were those places. They're not telling us really anything other than that they're happening. Um, so they're just meant to kind of get your brain moving. You you think you're being spoiled, but then they've asked a question. You don't know what any of that stuff is. Uh, and so experience points um, 
previously earned from standard dungeon enemies will now be earned at dungeon bosses. So what that means is that when you're running a dungeon, instead of getting, you know, 100 experience from each piece of trash, and so 10 pieces of trash was 1,000 experience, and then getting 1,000 for the boss uh, for a total of 2,000, those are just made up numbers. Uh, what you would now get is you would clear all the trash and get nothing. And then when you clear the boss, you'd get the 2,000. So they just said that's going to make that easier to track. That will mostly um, take effect in ARR dungeons because after ARR, dungeons are relatively linear. So you're killing all the trash regardless and you're killing all the bosses regardless. And so when you clear the final boss, it's the exact same thing. Um, but the bigger thing now is in something like Arm Bale. Uh, if this... Uh, you know, this looks like it's taken effect through the two point X's. Um, that opening room, there's no benefit in clearing that room. Mm -hmm. You're just clearing it to clear it. So uh, just kind of be aware of that uh, and why there might be some people that are trying to do their leveling route really fast. And they're very frustrated that people are full clearing dungeons when they don't have to because they're trying to optimize for this. And that's going to be a departure there. The uh, item obtained from treasure coffers uh, in the following dungeons has actually been adjusted. So gear is now going to basically correspond to the required average item of each dungeon. So for example, uh, Amador Keep, Wonders Palace, average item level 45 or above. Uh, and it just kind of goes down the list. Average item level 48 or above for Hawk Manor, Fair Cirrus. Uh, so a lot of the 2.x dungeons have all got their item level adjusted, ending in with Keeper Lake, Wonders Palace, and Amador Keep at level average level 90 or above in accordance with the increased level cap players can now gain experience from level 80 dungeons trials and the 5.x alliance raid dungeons and new trials have been added hidden <laughs> spoiler hidden yep. i love yep. it he expect yeah he said he expects the story to be really important at level 83 and be like oh is that a spoiler no because we always get a trial at 83 <laughs> and so we got one at 73 we got one at 63 so like we yeah should follow a pattern. We have no idea who we're fighting. Um, the Great Hunt and Great Hunt Extreme, uh, our Rathalos fight will have a new visual indication when shattering Rathalos's tail. I think that'll be really nice. Mm -hmm. They've already done a lot with that fight that feels really unique if you've never gone and cleared that. Uh, that's a really neat fight to at least go clear on normal. At this point, Extreme should be fairly doable as well. So a neat, neat way to go experience a crossover event that was truly unique. Uh, Unreal Trials. Um, I saw some coverage when they first announced this, that Unreal Trials were canceled. Uh, that's not exactly what happens. So Unreal Trials are only available for one patch cycle. Mm -hmm. So, And then they said they'll bring them back at some point. We haven't seen any come around for a second lap yet. But what will happen is, for example, during the 5.5 uh, patch cycle, we've had Leviathan Unreal. And we always knew that it was 6.0. Leviathan would give way to the next Unreal. And with 6.1, that would give way to the next one. They said to get 6.0 out on time, they couldn't have an Unreal for the 6.0. I think there's plenty to do in 6.0. So all they're really doing here is it's not really truly disabled. I think that's a poor word choice because it seems like they took something away. They're just not coming out with one for this window. And 6.1 is, is going to have one. Mm -hmm. So we had one in 5.4. We had one in 5.5. We will have one in 6.1. And so naturally Leviathan is expiring as expected. And we're simply not coming out with a new one because instead we're getting an entire expansion worth of content. Absolutely. New weapon coffers have been added to the following duties. And this ranges from Howling Eye Hard all the way to Cloud Deck Extreme. Uh, so a lot of the trials. And this is essentially the weapon adjustment uh, that we're seeing where it's like, hey, we get it. There's too many freaking jobs. There's so many jobs. Here's how you can get this coffer. And then you open it up and it, it gives you the weapon for the job rather than sit here and say, Hey, I ran that a thousand times and I had to go through 21 
different jobs just to get my weapon to drop. So that's a really nice change. The weapon received from the weapon coffers is determined by your current job. When opening the weapon coffers as a paladin, you'll receive both a sword and shield. The following the introduction in these weapon coffers, the item yielded from decenting swords and shields obtained from the duties have been adjusted. Swords are now no longer more likely to yield primal weapon crafting materials when desynthesized. Shields, however, will no longer yield primal weapon crafting material at all. The gear obtained from treasure uh, coffers in the following duties has been uh, changed for gear coffers. Binding Coil Bahamut, uh, Binding Coil, Second Coil Bahamut Savage, Alexander Savage, and Omega Savage. Accessories found in the Binding Coil, Second Coil, Savage, and Alexander Savage drop directly as per normal. Players will now receive the power of the Echo in the event all party members are incapacitated during the following trials. The Cloud Deck and Cloud Deck Extreme. And the strength of the Echo granted in Eden's Promise Savage has been increased. The... <laughs> From 15% to 20. So you just kind of, you got in, you know, before that, that was needed. <laughs> so there you go. You can still always click the echo off. You mm -hmm. can always run it without echo. You can still run things minimum item level. This is meant for people that want that clear um, to have an optional way to do that. Um, that makes it a little less, a little less punishing. Um, so not a big deal. Uh, we will get an expansion to the Stone Sky Sea. Uh, Totem here, this is the closest thing we have in game to a DPS meter uh, that is allowed within game. So I, I would love for this to be more than just a level 90 striking dummy version. We will see. Probably not. Uh, this will be at Rod's on and just like before. Like just like before, this will look exactly like the one uh, at our existing secondary city uh, in Shadowbringers. And so there, I don't think there's anything too shocking here. You'll also now be able to sort the adventures list by class and job when undertaking duties in Eureka, Bosch's Adnor, and Deliberum mm -hmm. Regine. The weekly restrictions on receiving cracked stellar clusters upon clearing the Tower of Paradigm's Breach has been removed. Yay! Uh, new elite marks have been added. You can see some really awesome uh, enemies. We fought one of these so at the Media Tour, which was great. I believe it was this guy, but I could be wrong. He's in Razad Hanwe, can tell. And then you could see some really... I'm like, pretty sure that model already exists in Stormblood. Possible. But anyway, really, it was really a fun fight. New uh, players can now hunt regular and elite marks in the new areas. Marks defeated in the new areas also yield sacks of nuts. So the nuts are back. Yeah. And we can be exchanged <laughs> for various items. Players must first complete the following quest before taking up the hunt in these areas. So you can, uh, the quests start in Old Charlayan on uh, level 80. So make sure you're doing these because not only is it getting experience points, but you're racking up uh, currencies. Uh, that you can use for progression, but also other items as well. So doing your, your hunts is a really good source of experience, especially if you're waiting in queue. Uh, you can exchange sacks and nuts for the items of the following NPCs, and you can do that at Old Charlan or at Razad Han. Reaper and Sage arms are now available from the following Deep Dungeon vendors, Sal Shroud and Ruby C. Keep in mind, they have to do that um, because when you zone into Heaven on High or Palace of the Dead, it swaps your weapon cosmetically to the Deep Dungeon-related weapon, so they already have to make those. They do not, however, have anything in the game that requires them to make a new version of every Relic weapon. So Relic weapons from expansions are locked to the classes that, that existed at the time that that Relic weapon was uh, released. So the number of Relics from each Relic from ARR through Shadowbringers has increased, and I expect it to continue to do so, where Sage and Reaper will not ever have a Shadowbringers before Relic unless they somehow change that. I would expect them to have their first and only a Relic available from Endwalker content. Absolutely. Players can now uh, sort the Avengers list by class job when undertaking duties in Eureka, Bosch's Adnor, and Deliberium uh, Rishonet. 
An error message that displays when attempting to use return while undertaking the duties, the Battle of Castrum Latis Latori or Del Reda has been adjusted. A confirmation prompt will now display when attempting to abandon the affirmation duties and return to Boja or the Southern Front or Zadnor. Uh, the following additions and adjustments have been made to the Librium Rationale. Uh, a maximum waiting time to enter has been set to 10 minutes. Once the time limit has been reached, players will enter the duty even if they have not reached a maximum party size of 24. Parties composed of less than 24 players will be granted the power of the Echo. The strength of the Echo is determined by the number of players matched. Fewer players will result in a stronger Echo effect. And this does not uh, currently apply to Delibrium Regine Savage. Somebody told me that Del Reyna could be soloed. So, like, it, it, this will help guarantee that people don't get hung up in the Queens of Gunhilder quest line, especially people that want to clear it pre 6.1. Um, Shadowbringers content will come back and people will be thrilled to do it. But from 6.0 to 6.1, do not be shocked that a large percentage of the population wants to focus on Endwalker content, which yeah. means anybody that's trying to push through Zadnor, uh, maybe they're doing it for the first time and they're doing it on a Reaper or Sage. Uh, it would be a real bummer if you just sat, if you had almost enough people and you guys sat there for an hour waiting on somebody who's not who's not coming yeah um so this is a good change so algin tombstones have f4 oh, i told delreda you need two people cannot be solo okay so i had been told that you needed needed one but players can obtain a maximum of 2000 tombstones moreover players can also receive tombstones of aphorism after reaching level 90 on at least one disciple or magic job there's no weekly limitation the secondary currency tombstones of astronomy will available approximately four weeks after the start of Endwalker, aka January the 4th. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the Tombstones. Allegory, no longer attainable or exchangeable, and you can uh, exchange them for Poetics after the release of 6.0. Revelation, same. Phantomagoria, out of here. Everything's going to Poetics. The Tombstone of forever. <laughs> so it's the main currency. Obtainable duties level 80 of certain uh, duty roulettes. Tombstones of Allegory and Allegan Tombstones of Revelation. The aforementioned Tombstones will no longer be obtainable. All trials and duties where these Tombstones could be obtained now go to Poetics. A, please note that the Tombstones of Allegory and Tombstones of Revelation prior to 6.0 will be will not be lost. You can exchange these reverence toll and give player the option to exchange them for Poetics. So if you are capped on Poetics, go spend them and then turn in your old Tombstones. I think in around 6.1, they just get, you know, they get yeeted out at some point. So you do want to take advantage of that. The following additions and adjustments have been made to the duty finder. Uh, category names of the duties listed within each have been reorganized. An undersized party option has been renamed to unrestricted party. This functionality of this option has been not been changed. 5.x duties can now be undertaken using the unrestricted party option. Certain duties can now grant the epic echo status effect when undertaking an unrestricted party option enabled. Epic echo status effects increases players' attributes in order to maintain a level of difficulty similar to that experience before the introduction and downscaling, the strength of this effect will vary by duty level. All right. This is all just, this is new, mostly new information. Mostly all the stuff with tombstones and everything is new information. If you have not been through an expansion before, we have seen, um, we have seen tombstones expire. I know when in ARR, we were always like hanging on there every, every time they get added a new tombstone, like, what's the next one going to be named? Um, after you've been with the game for a while, you're like, yeah, it's, it's another, it's another tombstone. Yeah. Um, so not two, two tomes in red. Uh, so not wildly, not wildly shocking. Uh, they are going to be adjusting roulettes and having those drop the new tombstones. That's really all that this next, this little duty roulette section is telling us is that it's going to drop the new tomes. Uh, I don't know if these amounts 
have been changed. The number of tomes uh, of Allegan tombstones received from each studio has been adjusted. So I don't know. I don't have the old amounts in front of me. Well, they also make changed. changes as well. Like as the patch goes on, these numbers obviously get up updated and okay. more. So Thank it's, you. it's structured to that. The other thing, though, is that the Raid Finder is only going to list uh, duties in patch 6.0 with the exception of the ultimates. So 6.0 content and ultimates will be a part of the Raid Finder. Everything else gets moved to the Duty Finder. And then you'll see that as that stuff moves out of the Raid Finder right. into the Duty Finder, it's just that natural process. Same thing with uh, adjustments to tombstones. So leveling is going to be a hundred, you know, tombstones of aphorism. Eventually that, you know, these all just kind of get changed. Just note that if you're looking to, to, to farm up some stuff, it shouldn't take you too much to be able to get to your weekly cap starting in January um, by doing a, a couple pieces of content uh, each and every week. A calculation yeah, four for... weeks before Savage. Mm -hmm. So, or, and so like a lot of this stuff is also tied to the fact that like, they don't want us, um, Sometimes an MMO releases and lets you get its in-game currency very early. And because mm -hmm. early access is on a Friday and resets on Tuesday, it encourages people to rush through the initial story serving. And so to offset that, we have seen MMOs like Final Fantasy make a step to say, okay, there's nothing, there's nothing worth rushing for in the first week. Mm -hmm. So take your time. Take your time. Uh, calculations for experience points earned by Chocobo companions has been adjusted. I'm capped. So I'm just like, I wonder, I think they've, I hope they release uh, increased level cap at some point. PVP, PVP actions for Reaper and Sage have been added. Do you think they reset it to zero? Your Chocobo? Yeah, companion experience takes a lot longer to earn than experience on possible. my character or my retainer. It's possible. Um, there, there's the list over on the Lodestone. I don't have it actually memorized what all gets, you know, truly impacted, but it, you know, it is how it is. If nothing else, it's not like your levels getting reset. It's just the experience between. Uh, season 20 will end and the preseason will begin for the feast. This is the final feast season, I guess, preseason. Top competitors of PvP teams will receive special rewards from via Moogle delivery. To avoid delays due to congestion of the release of 6.0, vouchers are scheduled to be delivered after patch 6.01. We apologize for any conveniences caused. Thank you for your understanding. Players finishing the bronze tier or higher will claim rewards by speaking with the feast quartermaster in the Wolf's Den. You can learn about the rewards here and then the tier rewards of season 20 must be claimed before the release of 6.1. Okay. Interesting. Got, yeah. We got some new items. You can see the 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 structure. This is some pretty looking gear. I like how they're doing the sliders so you can see the front and the back. We got some capes. People rocking some capes. Um, due to the volume of items added with 6.0, uh, they will not be listed in the patch notes. <laughs> Fair enough. 10 levels and more of, of, of items. And yeah, we're, we're going to skip that, uh, that, that reading. They also regularly keep that stuff. Like it's not uncommon for patch notes to not include the names of items. Uh, cause new recipes being added is pretty vague as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, certain things being, uh, quick synth is going to. But like, yes, there's going to be things that are quick sensible. Keep in mind, guys, we are still keeping high quality um, crafted. So your intermediate steps of so taking ore into ingots, you'll be able to get high quality ingots. You'll be able to use your high quality ingots to make high quality crafted loot. So there will still be high quality crafted loot being pentamelded and stuff for raids. Um, that will still be a thing. The only thing that's changing is we're getting rid of the gathering high quality. Um, and so I don't know if they'll go over that, but I have seen people... Um, misunderstanding that as all of high quality is going away and that's just not true 
uh, gathering and like things like skins that drop from monsters, that high quality is going away. And then they have made adjustments to crafting to keep that from just from crafters going, wait, that would make everything way harder. Yes, yes, they are aware of that and they are going to tune that accordingly. Uh, certain items can now be sold, desynthesized or submitted for expert delivery missions. That makes sense. The number of slots uh, allotted to main hand and rings tab of your armory chest has been increased from 50. This is a, this is an increase of 15 to each of them from 35. We pulled those because the 35 slots for belts are going away. Your belts are not being deleted. Um, you, you just won't be able to wear them anymore. Uh, so the ones that are in your inventory and in your retainer's inventories, uh, those will stay exactly where they were. If they were equipped to you or your retainer, they will go to the Calamity Salvager because their slot kind of got pulled out from under them. So they're not deleted. They're just over on the Calamity Salvager in any of the capital cities. Um, the number, uh, the description for items that increase experience points has been adjusted, but no change was done. So the brand new ring always worked this way. It gives 30% experience when level 30 and below the, the focus there on the changing and the phrasing is the word when yeah um because what that means is say you are level 32 on a job and you have the brand new ring equipped and you do your leveling roulette for the day and you get sestasha which sinks you back down to level 17. when that happens that 30 percent will kick back on because your character is below level 30. it's always worked that way but it's been confusing uh, and so this is a way of kind of, I think, cleaning up that phrasing. It does not actually increase the amount of experience or the amount of ranges that the brand new ring, as an example here, actually covers. We have an update regarding the XP scaling of what is not impacted. So certain kinds of XP will not be subject to reset. This includes EXP accumulated by your Chocobo Companion, Grand Company Squadrons, XP used to level up Deep Dungeon or Forbidden Land Eureka, Metal Earned from Boja Southern Front and or Zadnor, as well as PvP XP. Thank you, Fido. You uh, epic, epic, epic individual. All right. Uh, Reaper and Sage have been added as required uh, jobs for certain gear. Gear for Reaper and Sage can now be obtainable by uh, from Geralt uh, in the Tempest. Players must first reach the level 80 and complete the level 80 role quest associated with each job before receiving said gear. The sales prices of certain items have been changed and the following names have been changed. Algi uh, heavy Algian Flanchard, for example, is now Heavy Algian Solarets. So Flanchard has turned to Solarettes, striking <laughs> thigh boots or long boots. Uh, pumpkin cookie is old pumpkin cookie. Um, so yeah, I guess that, that that works. That makes sense in that regards. Uh, the following items no longer they have to be classified about, as unique. Go ahead. They talked about some of that being um, they were having inconsistencies and in things like translation and a lot of that. The English was the least affected language with mm -hmm. changes to stuff like this, this expansion. There were a lot of names that were just kind of adjusted and changed because they didn't um they're just cleaning the game up so yeah. just one of those things that an expansion is a good time to do that uh follow madam is no longer classified as unique look at all these beautiful rings yep this is what happens every expansion so any of you that have ever leveled an alt job you will notice on your 50 60 and 70 as of right now you can equip a left and right ring but then you get to 80 and you go by your tombstone ring and it says unique and that is because we wait for the next expansion to drop before that falls away uh, the new system has been added, uh, allowing players to die artifact gear after progressing to a certain point in roll quests in the main scenario. The following items are now dieable. Further, Weathered uh, has been removed from their names. So you can see here a uh, list of giant uh, of a bunch of items that can now be dyed. The following items can be equipped regardless of gender. I know this has been a common request of the community. So you have a lot of different options that you can you can wear, whether you're male or female. Uh, they said that was hard to game. do. It wasn't about just activating that. And so if you wonder why that list may or may not include an item in particular that you want, that was something that they're like, okay, I mean, we're 
We're aware of it. Uh, it's going to take time. And what I would hope personally is that they're just more aware of that moving forward. Like if they could just say, hey, we're going to do it right moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a big step in the right direction. But obviously going back and, and fixing old items is really neat too. Absolutely. And of course, with the downscaling of the game values, the following battle related adjustments have been made. Gear attributes, Matera bonus attributes, uh, potency of meal and healing items and potency of meal and healing items below level 50 have all been, uh, you know, in that case has been increased. Everything else has been adjusted. So we'll have to wait and see more detail and testing on that later. The following adjustments have been made to the weapons obtained from the Relic Weapon Quest, Zodiac, Eureka, and Resistance Weapons. Secondary attributes have been adjusted automatically in accordance with the downscaling of values. And Adma Weapons, all attributes have been reduced due to the downscaling of values as a result of this change. Players will be given the opportunity to reallocate secondary attributes. The piety attribute has been removed from the following item. Bunch of items here uh, no longer posted with priority. You can always check out. Obviously, if you're watching the video, you can see them right here. Uh, otherwise, you can check out the full patch notes, which will be linked in the description. Uh, the physical and magical defense of Disciples of War and gear can be equipped by tank classes below level 50, and it has been increased. In light of this change, selecting recommended gear... In the character window as a tank may no longer result in the selection of gear with low level items depending on what is available in your inventory players can also no longer cast lots on coffers containing multiple gear pieces if they contain a unique item that the player already possesses so a coffer having uh, a whole set and you can see one example of that would be the like a job jump where you get a coffer that's going to you know here's all your gear uh, so I could see how that could be an impact, but typically my coffer experience is you've been one piece per coffer. Do you know what's fun? What? If you have the level 70 set in your armory chest and you buy a level boost, it will not let you activate that level boost while that unique item is in your armory chest because it's going to try to grant it to you. Okay. So you have to go take that out of your armory chest if you have a level 70 job, if you buy a level skip. Hmm. I don't know. The, uh, the error message that displays when failing to open a chest contain unique items that you already possessed has been adjusted. The following changes have been made to belts. Belts no longer can be equipped. Not a shocker. The waste tab of the armory chest has been removed. Belts can no longer be repaired. Belts uh, no longer ha can have materia extracted from them and can no longer be affixed. Belts can no longer be purchased. Extracted does not mean retrieved. Extracted means the spirit bond system is going away because you have, it is a non-quippable item. It can no longer be tracking the amount of experience on it. So spirit bond will fall off. Mm -hmm. Belts will no longer be put up for sale. Uh, belts can no longer be traded. Recipes for belts have been removed. Uh, belts can no longer be obtained as a request reward. Belts can no longer be obtained as rewards in instance dungeons. Belts can no longer be obtained from treasure hunts and guild thieves. And they've been marked as unattainable. Belts are no longer required for completing any of the guild leaves, and they're no longer required completing supply missions and can also no longer be obtained from gear coffers. They're gone. So, Go this is all no's. So what can be done? I put a video out on gaming kind of, if you just need this in particular and you're, this is too much information coming in all at once. Um, they you're you're still going to effectively be able to descent them you're still going to be able to vendor them you're still gonna be able to turn them in for grand company seals you will no longer be the the your grand company turn-ins will no longer ask you to craft them your crafters would no longer be able to craft them 
Um, you'll no longer be able to list them on the market board because people would have no reason to buy them. So like everything that's been removed makes sense with the fact that they are no longer equipable and everything that was a way to destroy them will stay in place because they're not going to delete your items. They're just no longer going to be useful. Uh, and if everybody that's like, but my pants are going to fall down. My pants are going to fall down. They were already a non-cosmetic slot. So this does not change your glamour or appearance in any way. Your pants were already holding themselves up. So the belt that is physically being shown on your character in-game is a piece of your pants and is remaining in-game. Uh, upon the release of 6.0, belts will be removed and you can actually go to the Calamity Scavenger, check out the game, uh, the video Chris posted over on Gaming Kinda, but you can see here, you'll have a Retrieve Obelette uh, Belts uh, as an option. In accordance with the removal belts, calculations used to determine average item level has been adjusted. In accordance with the removal belts, their crafting recipes and following changes have been made to uh, achievement requirements. So some basically, you, you know, some adjustments there. My body is a temple. Uh, now, basically, it's going to obtain a complete set of Templar armor consisting of a uh, chain cough, Templar's Halliburton, and the pair of Templar's Solarets. We also saw that their name changed to Solarets as well. So as opposed to having to worry about the belt. And you can see this happening across a ton of different achievements. All they listed just here. They just made you, now you just have to craft less stuff because now you're not crafting belts. And so it just right. makes sense. Otherwise, it would be really goofy. It's like, well... You have to make the whole set, including the item you can't make. And so that it's just a way yeah. of keeping the achievements functioning. They'll effectively function the exact same way. I think the term that they've used in reference to subjects like this is functionally unchanged. And so for an example, you know, to highlight that crafted and record complete of 60 unique Weaver recipes is now crafted, uh, craft and record a complete uh, 50 Weaver recipes. So you see a reduction there as well. And we also see chat sounding off about maybe we need some coveralls. <laughs> <laughs> you should be extract so people that say well i need to extract my materia you should be extracting every time your spirit bond is 100 percent, regardless of slot regardless that is not unique to belts speed belt can no longer be obtained from pagos a new item blitz ring can now be obtained in its place and we're get the reason why we're getting rid of belts they're out of memory they had to shift it to the weapons and the rings which is the better choice if anybody here plays multiple classes so. or tried getting sky tried getting relics across crafters and gatherers and mm -hmm. battle jobs in addition to having like uh, yeah. an extreme weapon or um you know a crafted weapon that was better than the relic weapon um that could be really really frustrating uh sundry splendors one-stop shop for gear and item purchased in exchange for tombstones and scripts has been added to the crystarium the shop is unlocked after completing the main scenario quest shadowbringers Icons indicating required currencies have been added to the dropdown of the item exchange menu. That is handy. Thank you very that's much. That's how for that, that works. Yeah. So that's actually how that works in the um, previous expansions. So mm -hmm. if you've ever needed gear, you no longer have to go to Mordona for ARR. You no longer have to go to Idleshire. You can go to the capital city and right next to the 8th right in the capital city for that expansion. There's a dropdown, which keeps you from accidentally buying um, like 480 here because 510 was available. You didn't realize that. And so you buy 480 and they're like, why'd you buy 480 for the same amount of tones you could get better? Uh, yeah. You just didn't know. And so like this old, the, the Crypt Lurker versus the, uh, the Crystarium gear, for example, there, the 500 versus 530. So if you have not been using this system for 50, 60, and 70, it's amazing. It will now be added for 80. And then it's also the, uh, the icon that's indicating what the currency that you need. That's to use an yeah, 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 that's really that's huge. Different. That's a change. The following adjustments have been made to the gear exchanges for Algian Tombstones of Phantomagoria, Allegory, and Revelation. Gear required exchange has now moved to Poetics. The base items and upgrade materials can no longer be obtained from shops, dungeons, or vendor uh, retainer ventures. Players who possess a base item in such gear may upgrade them in exchange for 100 Tombstones of Poetics. 
The maximum amount of crystal sand and umbrite required to complete an Adma weapon has been reduced from 80 to 60. New items have been added to the inventory of Calamity Salvagers. Maybe that's melts and some other stuff. <laughs> um, the requirement for purchasing the following items from Calamity Salvagers has been adjusted. Uh, Unakalakamai's Lucas is now going to save Captain. You know, players can complete the quest saving Captain Gernard to obtain the achievement Tool of Time for the hand. So just a bunch of little quest adjustments here. Anything stand up for this list? Because I haven't. No, I, I have a video on the Calamity Salvager as well. Um, these are these are amazing. What these are is for anybody that's keeping stuff in their glamour chest that they don't ever plan on using or in their retainer uh, chests or in their armory chest that they don't ever plan on using that they don't want to get rid of because what if I ever want it? I got it from an achievement or I got it from, uh, you know, class quests and I, I don't want to lose it. The Calamity Salvager has a lot of that. Um, and so just keep in mind like the calamity salvager is there to help you recover things that would not be recoverable otherwise if something drops from like an old extreme it doesn't need to be in the calamity salvager in my opinion because going and running old extremes gets literally easier with time so they're not truly being deleted from the game as item ids as opposed to something from say like the garo event and you're like man i wish i still had my stuff from the garo event which has not come back that stuff's in the calamity salvager so if you deleted it because you thought it was ugly and you wanted the space and now you're like i wish i had it you do. You still have it. Just mm -hmm. go buy it. It's like a thousand gil per piece. It's it's nothing. Um, and if you ever wonder why an item is not turnable for grand company seals, it's not desynthable. Uh, all you can do is delete it. That's because that item is a calamity salvager item in most cases, if not all cases, because otherwise you'd be able to buy it for a thousand gil descent. Buy it for a thousand gil descent, and that would be abusable. So if you ever wonder why there's items that you're like, how come it's not letting me get rid of this? Mm -hmm. That's because that item is infinitely obtainable. The uh, the collectible dealer at Mordona Reverend's Toll has been removed. The I level cap for Disciples of Hand and Land has been increased to level 90. The amount of experience points required to level up Disciples of Hand and Land uh, classes has been adjusted due to the downscaling of values. In accordance with this change, adjustments have also been made to the following. Experience points earned when crafting and gathering for completing duties for uh, engineering manuals and bonuses for survivor manuals have all been adjusted. And again, because of the database being overwritten, any kind of mid-progress is going to be reset to zero. Purple craft scripts and purple gatherer scripts. Currencies have been added in the Disciples of Hand and Disciples of Land at a level 90. Uh, players can begin exchanging the collectible items of these scripts at Splendor's Exchange starting at level 90 and can have a maximum of 2,000 at any time. And, and so exact same, just like what we're seeing with the uh, white scripts and poetics, white scripts, yellow scripts, and red. Uh, yellow and red are out, white scripts are in. Um, that is going to be how that functions. Yellow uh, crafter scripts and gather scripts no longer obtainable from quests, leave quests, and more. And no longer oh. used in exchanges. So it's just like we've seen it's with identical. the it's, it's In your UI, yeah. it says, right now, as of this recording, it says red scripts are in the discontinued and it just shows they're zeroed out. Um, most likely, your yellows will drop down, your whites will drop down, purples will insert. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, red scripts and gather scripts and white scripts and gather scripts. Number of white scripts... Uh, Required in exchange for items has also been adjusted. Uh, to improve functionality of the script exchange window, categories have been reorganized and a new interface according to the script type and level range of following players more easily specify a desired item to exchange. The available menu for categories of splinters and NPCs in Idlishire has been adjusted. So you can see a bunch of different lists, tradecraft, goods, gear, etc. Now it's tradecraft and fieldcraft. Uh, nice, simple, refined menu. The following adjustments have been made to script tokens. Blue crafter uh, script tokens are no longer obtainable, uh, can no longer be used. 
Uh, same thing for tokens, uh, for the script tokens it can no longer be obtained and no longer be used. Red scripts can no longer be uh, used for exchanges. Uh, flying text can now be displayed when using items or actions that restore CP or GP. There we go. Uh, new actions and traits have been added for the Disciples of Hand. And the following recipes for gladiator arms and shields has been removed and replaced with recipes to craft them as a set. This is something the they've wanted to do for a long time. The actions and traits of hand had to be adjusted immediately um, because we're getting like the, of land will have to have been changed a lot more than this. Sorry. Land will have to have been changed a lot more than this because wheels are going to be retroactive. Um, so similar to like summoner, it's going to literally just be an overhaul to that system. So for crafters and gathers out there, be aware that the patch notes are going to feel like land changed a lot more than hand. Um, in these notes because of the change to high quality gathering versus high versus crafting didn't really change directly. Mm -hmm. So they've removed several recipes like Mighty Thunderstrike and Vada, you know, and, and gone in there adding in Paladin's 11 arms uh, and less expanse arms. So the Yoshi piece talked about this, the difficulty of Paladin being kind of this only job that has two items that are independent as opposed to kind of a set. So it looks like they're maybe starting to make in inroads to unifying that at some point. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to the crafting log. Recipes listed under level-based recipes and special recipe tabs are now ordered from the highest to the lowest. An option to add items to the market board favorites list has been added to the submenu for recipe ingredients. That is nice. That is, I like that feature a lot. When viewing the subcompendium menu, uh, the items added to your market favorite boards will actually be displayed. That's great. I really like that way if you kind of have, you're building out your shopping list, boom, just go and, you know, have that much, much easier search. Nice little integration between those systems. Categories under housing and special recipes have been adjusted. So you can see housing one and two. Now fixtures, outdoor furnishings, indoor tables and rugs, tabletop, wall mounted, and other. An icon has been added to indicate a high quality versions of material that may be used and an internal increase to a recipe's quality. They wow. have to do that because no longer every item can be high quality. So yeah. they, that's that's good. It's a good UI change. They hadn't told us about that. That's good. Um, the reason that would not have been done sooner is because before you could have gotten a higher level mushroom and higher level butter, but now you can only get higher level butter because it's an it's a secondary craft as opposed to the mushroom which is gathered. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so that makes sense. <laughs> and then remember, so to keep it functionally unchanged. The total amount of quality that is increased to get, for example, this saute up to high quality will been uh, will have been reduced to better estimate the fact that like you can't have a high quality mushroom. Um, if you have high quality in your bags, the way it works right now is if you went out and you gathered a hundred normal quality and one high quality, and you went to the market board to sell it, and they were selling at. Um, a hundred for high quality and normal quality. You're like, well, that sucks. My high quality one doesn't stack. There's actually, if you right click on your high quality, you can lower quality and merge it into the stack. And then you'd be able to list, uh, you'd be able to list that all kind of together. Uh, and so this, you're going to need to lower quality. So you'll just right click lower quality because the high quality stuff won't do anything unless they, unless they do it for us. Yeah. The following sky still tool materials no longer required to be high quality when exchanging and upgrading the tools. Makes sense. Uh, players above level 80 will increase a maximum of a thousand experience when submitting items to the house of splendors or Ishgardian restoration. Uh, it is now possible to submit collectible fish with low collectability rating to the house of splendors experience points and the scripts rewarded upon submission will be adjusted accordingly. Thank you very much. The amount Otherwise, of they were literally worthless. Yeah, Those fish just... had no use, no value. 
So you just delete them. Just delete it. Eat it. Uh, the amount of time uh, a type of crafters and gatherer scripts received from custom deliveries has been adjusted. It is now also possible to submit. Wait, I just read that. So I maybe I scrolled up a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, they just did it for House of Splendors and for custom deliveries because oh, okay. there it's you have Ishgardian custom deliveries and non-Ishgardian restaurants <laughs> because you have Sky Builder scripts and you have all the other scripts. So everything, so they're two separate systems. They're both being affected identically. So yes, you did just get a little deja vu there because they're both receiving like, wait an a identical minute. change. I, I know like I struggle with that with reading of reading the <laughs> no, same no, thing over and okay. over again. I'm like, wait a minute. Like I've, I think I've done this. I've been here before. It's the same change because it would have been really frustrating for it to be like, it works really great for Ishgard Restoration and not yeah. for every other custom delivery agent. Due to the downscaling of these values, the progress and quality of values when crafting has also been adjusted. According to the change, values including collectability ratings, increases to progress and quality of crafting and recipe difficulty, and a maximum quality have all been reduced. Please note, however, these changes will have little to no effect on game balance. Resplendent tools, uh, components crafted prior to the release of patch 6.0 have been renamed obsolete. Uh, resplendent tool components. The obsolete resplendent tool uh, components may still be used to exchange for upgrade materials by speaking with Lembreth in Yulmore. And then obviously uh, that is, you know, the obsolete resplendent tool components must be, uh, must meet collectability rating requirement for the chain, for the exchange. New actions and traits have been added to Disciples of the Land. The following adjustments have been made to the attributes for Disciples of the Land. It is no longer possible to gather high quality items. Furthermore, uh, the exchange to obtain high-quality items has been replaced with the Gatherer's Boon effect. Triggering the Gatherer's Boon effect increases an item's yield by one. The change of triggering this effect is determined by your perception rating. Uh, gathering point characteristics that previously increased the chance of obtaining high-quality items will now increase the chance of triggering a Gathering's Boon effect. The 200% bonus to experience points earned upon gathering high-quality items has been replaced with a 100% bonus to experience points earned upon triggering a gatherer's boon effect. The requirement of the botanist and minor eye of quality achievement has been changed from gathering high quality items to triggering the gatherer's boon effect. And furthermore, these achievements have been renamed AI for quantity. The items Sorry that's... for people that were at 19,900 of 20,000 towards their title. Oof. Oof. I don't know what's happening there. I assume it just gets It's reset. getting adjusted or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The new items and specific perception requirements have been added to gathering points for botanist and minor requires perception of 12,999. Uh, you can see that listed here uh, for the uh, interesting. So yeah, it's going to have you and it's going to check mark it if you've got it. The vitality attribute of gathering gear has been adjusted. The following adjustments have been made to the gathering log. Items listed under level tab are now ordered from highest to lowest level. Categories under the special tab have also been adjusted. So you can see how the uh, gathering log uh, system has been uh, kind of re reset there. Uh, the following items are no longer available as high quality. Uh, anything from gathering or fishing, defeating enemies, exchange for tombstones, exchange for crafter scripts or gather scripts, or obtain via ethereal reduction. Uh, craftable items will still be available in high quality items. In addition to crafting, they may be obtained via other means, including treasure hunts and desynthesis. High quality items prior to 6.0 will remain unchanged. In accordance with the removal of high-quality items from uh, gathering and, and fishing, the following adjustments have been made. The following quests can now uh, now be complete by submitting normal-quality items. Miner, Botanist, Fisher, Facet, Facet Fishing, Faster Gathering, Namazu Beast Drive, and uh, Katari Beast Drive quests. Bonus for submission of high-quality items have been removed from the following quests. However, the base rewards have been increased. Facet of Gathering and Fishing, uh, Fisher, uh, Fisher Fieldcraft Leaves, 
and Grand Company provisioning missions. Fishers uh, can no longer catch high quality fish and will now instead be able to catch large size fish. When catching a large size fish, there's a chance of receiving an angler's art status effect. The effect of this stacking up to 10 times can be used to exchange various fisher actions. Uh, the following actions that the game features no longer use high quality fish and will instead use large sized fish. The fisher action mooch now requires large side fish to execute. The fisher actions patience and patience too now increases the chance of catching a large sized fish. The fishing uh, release list now includes a selection of large sized fish and the fisher achievement, the one that didn't get away, now requires players to catch a large size fish. It's not that different. No, it's just effectively yeah. they literally just removed high quality and they said, but it makes sense that there would be big fish and little fish. So they, they, they changed high quality to large and then everything that is affected by that rippled yeah. over. It's also so much more logical. Something can't oh, that's require a high, high quality, quality fish. If there is that's, a, high quality. that's a like that's a big fish, but that's a high quality fish. Like it's it, it makes it more logical. I see chat saying that as well. Uh, so I appreciate that. Uh, high quality items can no longer be obtained. Now uh, contain the message functions as normal quality item in their description. So if you still are holding on to that, they're not just going to take away the quality. So that is what it is. Uh, items can no longer be obtained, cannot be sold via the market board, nor can they be traded to players. High quality items can no longer be obtained, no longer grant initial increase to recipe quality. And though they can no longer be obtained, they may still may be submitted to the completion of guild leaves and company quests, but they're just going to act as a normal submission. Spear fishing system has been overhauled and now involves a mini game when players can strike the fish as they swim across the screen. I think this is how I'll get to Omni 90 before you, you might get distracted by spear fishing. <laughs> Uh, so with your fishing gig equipped, use the fathom and shark eye actions to locate teeming waters. The fish will swim across your field of vision, strike them in uh, using the gig action, and then new spear fishing features, weak spots. Fish are caught striking their weak spots as they swim through the teeming waters. Certain fish will be uh, have a distinctive appearance, indicating that they guarantee to be a large size when caught. And wariness. N nearby fish will take notice of your actions in teeming waters. Their wariness represents a gauge at the top of the fear, uh, interface. Wariness increases slowly over time, as well as with each strike of your spear. When the gauge is full, the fish will disperse, ending your attempt. Catch counter. Successfully catching uh, fish in quick succession will increase your catch counter up to a maximum of 10, which slows the rate of the wariness increases. Be mindful, however, that the counter may reset should you go too long without catching any fish. To abandon the spear fishing attempt, press the escape or the quit action key. The following adjustments have been made to spearfishing. Do you want to take over this one? So obviously uh, we're going to have to add new teeming waters because we're going to add new zones. Uh, in accordance to the changes to spearfishing, the category names for fishing records are obviously also going to have to be changed because they it feels different now. Uh, spearfishing specific fish in certain locations may grant players the effect of spearfishers intuition uh, and the records now obtained from certain teeming waters locations are listed in the fishing log. Um, this is all just like the big change is the way spear fishing works. And that, that section is just rippling out from that. The following uh, additions and adjustments have been made to ocean fishing. When you're catching large size fish, you'll get a hundred percent, uh, bonus because they're now called large instead of HQ. The goal storm effect granted when a flock of seagulls appears, uh, changes to large fish instead of changing to HQ. In accordance to the increase in level cap, the rewards granted based on player level have been adjusted. Um, from 50 to 89, there will be uh, experience points. And then white gatherer scripts 
And then at level 90, you'll have that purple, but that's once again, just rolling forward with the changes because effectively what it was doing was granting low level scripts and high level scripts. We're just changing which scripts low and high are def defined as. Uh, so I don't, I don't actually see this at a glance at being a really substantial change um, effectively. The following additions and adjustments have been made to phishing. New phishing holes have been added in the new zones. Uh, S rank records can now be obtained from certain phishing spots listed in the phishing log. But since that's listed for 6.x, that's not a, like, those are just phishing holes we've never been to. Mm -hmm. uh, pro progress towards Fisher's intuition will remain even after logging out. Um, I think that's that was something they announced as an initial change because what they, they when they turned on the AFK timer, there were people that were frustrated trying to catch super rare fish and everything. And like they're they're just trying to I think they're trying to make it to where it's not as punishing uh, if you're trying to log in specifically at a time of day or whatever. Um, so they talked about needing to make some changes to the way some of these systems work, uh, because in addition to this, I think the auto logout thing has been, it's turned up really strict for mm -hmm. Endwalker launch. Yeah. The sale price of the following fishing bait has been reduced, um, so that you can, can buy yourself those, those baits. Uh, the new uh, new tomes of regional folklore have been added because obviously that's for the 6.x zones and we mm -hmm. wouldn't have had those yet. New minor and botanist gathering points would have been added obviously for the new zones, mm -hmm. uh, those will have new items at them. Obviously <laughs> those, some of those will be ethereal redu reducible. That makes sense. Uh, the number of items received from ethereal reduction has been increased for 2.4 and 5 points. So that'll help if somebody for some reason is going back and like doing sky, uh, sky still tools, or they're going back and crafting something that needs some of that ethereal reduction stuff. That'll mm -hmm. save you some time there. Uh, the level cap for descent has gone up. Remember that for anybody that has taken time off, Shadowbringers uh, change descent to where you can cap all of them. We're going to increase that because right now it's capped at 520, which why would it be higher than that? Because it, it goes up based on what item level items you're finding. That's now going to 580, um, which makes sense because we're increasing item level. There is a new mount added, and I don't know what that is from the one they're showing. There's other mounts as well. We just have to assume there's going to be new mounts added to the game for things like extremes and all that. Mm -hmm. There are new minions uh, they're not telling us where things come from, just what they are. They showed a couple of them off at the uh, at the at Fan Fest or, or and at the at the live letter. I think is when it was. Um, there's going to be uh, new chocobo bardings. Makes sense. New fashion Ooh, accessories. New fairy makes wings. Sense. Yeah. Um, and so we've we've seen, we know there's a ton of new loot on the table. So for anybody wondering if uh, if Endwalker was going to add new cosmetics to the game. Um, this is confirmation so the patch notes sometimes get to state uh just to, just to be clear just to be clear new market um, board has been added to old charlan in accordance with the addition of the market board reduced tax rates have been adjusted the following additions and adjustments have been made to retainers retainers can now be registered to the old charlan market retainer cap is increased to 90 obviously that's tied to the job that you have leveled so if you are not level 90 on the job that your retainer is they're capped they're capped to where you are Yep. Uh, retainers can now be assigned Reaper and Sage jobs. The assigning Reaper and Sage jobs to retainers following adjustments have been made, uh, have to be met. Retainers cannot be already assigned a job or must be reset if they are. Retainers must be Disciples of War Magic level 70 or higher. Players must first unlock the Reaper and Sage jobs. Players must possess a copy of Modern Vocation. The amount of experience points required for retainers to gain levels will be reduced in accordance with the downscaling of other games. And because of this, any progress you've made with them will be uh, will be reset for that level. The following adjustments 
have been made to retainers. New objectives have been added to the delivery missions and exploration ventures. The number of items obtained upon completion of delivery missions and exploration adventures has been increased. A, uh, new items have been maintained via quick exploration. The bonus for items received for gathering delivery missions and now being affected by the retainer's perception rating rather than their gather rating. The required item level for gathering uh, rating required for delivery missions can be confirmed before selecting a mission. When selecting items in the delivery missions window for gatherers, the options search recipes using this material and search for items by gathering method have been added to the sub menu menu. Uh, players can now confirm items not recorded by their gathering log uh, viewing the delivery mission window. We get a new achievement pane. Uh, the achievements window has been revamped. Moreover, the near completion of recommended tabs have been added, which is really nice. I, honestly, this looks really clean. I'm very excited to see this adjustment. The near completion and recommended were underneath the relevant. So they now mm -hmm. like I don't I don't really know how different this is just at a glance. Yeah, um, they've said it's something that they really want to help drive your like day to day play style. So like when you just log in, just helping you kind of know what's available and where to go as a trickle down, starting with the achievement pain, letting that trickle out. Um, everything they've shown here and in things so far looks like it's mostly a cosmetic overhaul, but do not be shocked if this starts to just feel texturally different as yeah. we get using it. My personal hope is I can pin what I'm working on oh, as, a, as a, quest. Like a quest. If they let me do that, like that would be so huge, especially with the challenge. Like that's what I want. That's really what I want. New achievements and titles have been added. The following adjustments have been made to teleportation. An option has been added to use an Aetherite tickets when cost exceeds a specific gill allowance that is huge so if it's going to cost this use a ticket yes don't i don't need to be prompted every time <laughs> otherwise otherwise it just burns them it makes me not want to use them so then it's like oh i'm telling back to my house for 59 gill thank you for using a, t a ticket on that or and then asking me and i have to i have to remember yeah you have to remember do i want to use a ticket here no. The cost of gill for t using teleports has been adjusted. We've already seen and talked about this. Some people were really upset about that. At the end of the day, it, this is a this is a overall better adjustment uh, for the long time health of the game. It's not gonna a map impact. A map will now be uh, used and displayed when selecting eighth right destinations. Oh, that's so that's so it's good. amazing. It's been so hard to not have this since we were at the tour. It's been yeah. so hard to not have this. Yeah. Um, maps so, will not be displayed in accordance to the Ethernet in the following areas, Zadnor, Bosja. Um, Berman. So yeah. it's a bummer that Eureka, Eureka and Bosja did not get this system because that's, I think, the area where I'm most pained by this. The world map has been updated to include the three great continents. Yay. Uh, when viewing the map, players can now toggle between levels by pressing LB plus X or LB plus square. The following additions and adjustments have been made. The search menu, Reaper and Sage have been added to the player search menu. Thank goodness. <laughs> custom options have been added to the under location. And then you can see custom locations for where, where basically if you want to be targeting certain things in a certain zone, which is nice. The party list will now be displayed. The target of uh, spells cast by party members. Thank you very much. That's a huge change for us healers and not trying to resurrect the same person. Um, what is that? So we're now going to elsewhere and there's a zone called elsewhere. They've only shown us three zones so far. Um, that could be just a temporary just thing, but I wonder if it is a zone called elsewhere. They're also uh, question mark, question marking a few of these. So when we look at that, that's Norvant. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Garavanya. Yeah. Um, yeah. Far East. Okay. Thanalin. Yeah. Ilzabar. Razadhan. Thavnir. Garlemal. Where mm -hmm. is 
Old Charlene is elsewhere. It could just be a category. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. How, like that, I would, um, that looks I mean, like it more. It could just be others or miscellaneous or something like that. One, right? two, three. Like not, not listed elsewhere. Four, like, well, we've had that with Mortona. It was always this other just random option. Other. One. It's just two, an odd. I just. just three, I just four, five. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, guys. Wait a minute. This is, this is, this is big. Maybe. One, two, three, four, five. All right. One of these would be six, right? Like the moon, right? Or something of that nature. Unless, you know, I don't see the moon's a zone. Lament we, lamentarium or whatever they call lamentarium. it. Lamentarium. I don't see this here. But there's more than six. There's more I than the six. the bottom one is just miscellaneous. Like, like we're going somewhere that's not listed here. And I guess the, so. The whole category is miscellaneous. But even if you count one of these question marks as a six, are we getting a seventh zone? Um, Maybe. We'll find out here in a, a little bit. We got the cities. Razan Han. Avnir. Right there. Old Charlayan. Those are the cities. I guess Old Charlayan is, is not a like zone you're leveling in. So I guess. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Something's, something's odd with the math. Seems interesting. All right. We'll have to wait and see. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> the following adjustments have been made. Party finder. Search results will no longer include parties that you cannot do, uh, join. Due to the one player per job setting is enabled, pure healers and barriers healers will now be specified when recruiting party members. The party member withdraws from the duty that's about to start. Other player menus will also receive a notification that a, a penalty has been uh, incurred upon the player who withdrawed. The party members who have uh, selected co uh, commence prior to party members withdrawing to receive this notification. That's the not a new penalty. It just is telling you now. <laughs> Because <laughs> because I've had people that said they wanted to switch jobs to roulettes and you can get dinged as a group. It's just notifying us now. Mm. So that's not a change to that penalty to my to my understanding. My understanding is that that is just them informing us of something that was already occurring. Yeah. And then chat saying that it's probably just replacing the others. Uh, All, right. Is it? All right. But I'm just All going right. bowing back. So that was odd. Not it's odd that they call one of it elsewhere. But I, I scrolled guess through this one. once, but I didn't notice that. <laughs> I, oh, it's fun to speculate. The uh, Aether Compass has been moved to the collection menu. I think that's a really handy. Uh, Aether Compass has been registered to your hotbar prior to release to 6.0. It has been replaced with a question mark icon. The icon can safely be removed. HP bars will now display even when incapacitated. This is nice. I'm really actually happy for that. That's going to be helpful so I can resurrect you because I can turn off certain, you know, because I have certain things turned off and on. It'll help you identify, especially in Alliance Raid content. The conditional... Enhancements category has been added to the HUD layout interface. Yay. Uh, from the system menu, the HUD layout interface, after selecting the status of info categories from the drop-down menu and the UI element settings, then under layout, select split elements into four groups. The following adjustments have been made to the ground targeting. Cursor speed setting has changed from 0 to 100 to 0 to 200. The option to prevent the cursor from moving beyond the ground targeting range has been added. That's actually a really nice change. It's not on by default. At least it wasn't when we played it. The option to execute actions by presenting the action button the second time has been added. The text command to execute ground target actions without entering ground targeting mode has been added. So those are all, I think, really good change. Uh, just do what feels good. Yeah. And then just set it and forget it. Oh yeah, ninjas rejoice. 
Uh, you know, like Dark Knight's actually skills just going to the bottom. I mean, same with the HUD that, layout but... thing. Like, mm -hmm. there are classes where you are looking for particular buffs, and it's in the mix. And so now you can separate those categories out and make them larger and put them right in the middle of your screen or where the heck you want them. Mm -hmm. um, this overall, what this is doing is this is not making the classes any, any, any really easier necessarily. Just, just less convoluted for the sake of it. The uh, submitting or trading items, right-clicking with the mouse or pressing X with the controller will automatically select high-quality items or collectible items from the highest rating first. In accordance with the increased level cap, the conditions that must be met by your status as new adventure has been adjusted as following. Before, having played less than 168 hours and have not completed the main scenario quest, a Requiem for Heroes, now it's having played less than 300 hours. Get your sprouts on 300 hours and death unto dawn. Oh, what a noob. 299 hours. Jeez. <laughs> God, do you even Fresh play Final meat. <laughs> What's up, Darius? Um, the bonus experience points earned oh. when a mentor forms a party with a new adventurer yeah. or returner will now apply until level 80. In accordance with the increased level cap, the requirement for new mentors has been adjusted as follows. Uh, must have completed the 80, 80 roll quests, etc. It's now 90. Must have done 90. a thousand dungeons uh, uh, and have 1500 player recommendations. So it's just going up to 90 it's in that regards. 90. Same thing for Disciples Hands and Land, where once was 80, now is 100, still the same, or sorry, once was 80, is now 90, and then the same kind of collectibles and more is there. Mental Renewal, players who currently are mentors must renew their certificate during the 6.x patches. Players who fail to do so will be unable to access certain features during this period. Uh, you can available during the renewal period, Novice Network chat channel, Mentor Party Bonuses, unavailable, uh, Mentor Roulette, and the ability to change online status from PvE Mentor, PvP Mentor, or Trade Mentor. The new dungeons have been added for Explorer Mode, uh, Siren Song Sea, Baradum's Metal, Castrum Abania, Sushushu of the Violet Tides, and Doma Castle. So they're going backwards and adding that feature, on. which is great. We're working on it. Following, following changes have been made to Group Pose. You can have all kinds of cool stickers in there. Group Pose button has been added to the menu displayed when using performance actions. When initiated, the last pose used while playing your instrument will be set to a loop. You can now initiate the undertaking of a duty as NPC ally or when transforming to an enemy NPC. The frames have been added. Uh, uh, new uh, frames have been added. New stickers have been added. NPCs that accompany you in certain quests introduced at 6.0 can be set as targets. Yay. Duties can you be... Know, that's super cool being able to do that while undertaking a duty as an NPC or um, as an enemy. Mm -hmm. uh, super, super cool. Because those are really iconic moments, um, right? If they're having us play as something other than ourselves, that's obviously for a substantial reason. Um, so that's really neat. The uh, duty quarter quarter can be uh, has been changed to towers of paradigms breach and two other question mark uh, pieces of content. That's going to be really neat to see. Uh, the two trials introduced in 6.0 will also be available. I guess that's those two question marks. When selecting items sold by the retainer, the options search item by crafting method and search item by gathering method have been added to the sub menu. When unlocking active help entries, a link to the active help window will appear in the chat log. An error message displayed when failing to send a tail to a player on another world who has not been registered to you as a friend has been adjusted. Players can now disable resizing of the chat log window via mouse drag. Oh, that's nice. Uh, the disable resizing uncheck enable resizing a log window under the general tab of the settings in the character configuration menu. Uh, in order to reduce several uh, server congestion and the release of 6.0, the following measures have implemented temporarily. Players who are inactive for 30 minutes will be kicked out. New areas will be split into multiple instances. So that's typical for every expansion. 
you'll be in zone one, two, or three, an instance of that, that specific zone to help uh, account for people trying to play through the story. I was informed, but I have not seen confirmation that they have closed the gap on some of the behaviors that were allowing people to skirt this system. So to anybody that is trying to say, well, I don't want to get logged out, so I'm going to do some unintended behavior that stops them from logging me out. Yeah. Do not be shocked if some of those have gone away. Um, that's really just closing a loophole. The idea is that we are all identically affected by the fact that guys, this is, this is your favorite band is playing a concert and the concert is going to be sold out in the early weeks, but it's kind of a jerk move to go in and claim a ticket and just come and go from the concert. Meanwhile, there's people outside that do want to be let in. So if you're logging off, just be aware, like we're all trying to play Endwalker. We're all trying to enjoy Endwalker. So the goal here is that if you're not in there, um, somebody else will get to take your seat and you would hope for that when you go to hop on, you wouldn't want to walk in and the entire concert be filled with a bunch of just empty seats Yeah, because and you'd been waiting in line and they couldn't let you in earlier because all these seats were just taken up by people who are effectively not attending the concert. Features of the PlayStation 5 DualSense wireless controller and DualShock 4 wireless controller can now be used on Windows. Yay! DirectX 11 version required. To make use of these features, uh, make sure that you, it requires a USB connection and it be plugged in, and then you want to make sure you check for the wireless connection uh, listed here, the Chesawaka X. Um, PlayStation 5 DualSense wireless controller features requires USB connection, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, sound effects via the built-in speaker, uh, four is the rumble and the sound effects built in the speaker. So this is great. Honestly, I might have to go pick up a PS5 controller uh, and be able to take advantage of that. The uh, support for uh, the embodies immersive spa your, spatial audio. This and is the in your ears. Lend me your ears. Your ears. Um, oh my spatial audio and yeah, it's an original yeah. sound add-on produced by Embody that brings blah, blah, blah. It's an ad here. Uh, visit the official website uh, to learn more about the free trial, purchase availability, pricing, and support. Once the game deck has been installed, the add-on can be enabled under sound settings tab of the configuration menu. I'm going to have to do this. So I'm just going to let you know how it goes. <laughs> I was said in my ear. Uh, additional as have been made to the system configuration interface, sound settings, enable immersive spatial audio, and uh, wireless controller settings for speaker sounds and speaker volume. The following uh, uh, options have been added to the character configuration menu. The HUD tab, character information, display character portraits with battle dialogue. I'm excited about that. PVP effect settings, PVP uh, opponents, uh, target tab, ground targeting settings, gamepad mode, limit ring movement to targeting range, press action twice to execute, uh, log window settings, general tab, log window settings, enable resizing of the log window. Additions and adjustments are made to text commands. Uh, ride Pelion is now can be uh, kind of used to be able to jump in and you can put in a position one through eight uh, for the different positions. Patch note. Usage opens the patch notes to the official site. I like that. Pet Glamour. Uh, so Pet Glamour, uh, this is Aggie Glamour system. Pet Glamour summon appearance. After the appearance of the selected summons, you must re-summon the Aggie for the Glamour to take effect. Command is not applicable in PvP. So summon name Carbuncle, Carbuncle Aggie, uh, Titan Aggie, Ifrit Aggie, then the Glamours, Emerald, Carbuncle, Tobab, Ruby, and then we uh, we don't have all of the... Uh, we don't have Opa, <laughs> Op uh, Opaz, but... Um, Opal, excuse me, but yeah, it is how it is. Um, the glamour will be removed when no glamour is specified. And then uh, pet size has also been updated. Enemy PC has been added as a sub command for battle effect text. GT off has been added for the placeholder for getting uh, following text commands, allowing them to bypass ground targeting mode and being executed immediately. So you can see action, PVP action, blue action, field marking and general action. 
Ooh, lots of changes. The system sounds speaker text command for wireless controllers is added. The in-game text for list in question mark no longer is shows information for emotes that you have uh, yet unlocked. I'll let you finish this thing off. My voice is dying. <laughs> um, I mean, guys, a lot of this is, is Brian is very courteous reading all of it. A lot of this is, is restating the HUD layouts that would have to be added to account for all the things that have been added earlier in it. Uh, and so there's going to be new trophies on PS5, obviously, because there's new achievements in game. Um, there's new music, new sound effects and new voices. Obviously, this is more voice acting than ever before. Uh, in preparation for the Gigantic Data Center, which will not be around for 6.0, the Data Center selection screen is being adjusted to make room for this. Um, that is expected to come out 6.1-ish, uh, uh, so next spring. Um, the UI resolution uh, settings, the PS5 version will now always use high resolution settings. So congrats to those of you that have won the PS5 lottery. You're moving forward in the world. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to the game launcher to account for that. Your light and dark theme have been added to the config menu of the game launcher. And the option to restore game data has been added to the Windows version. Um, this option is recommended when encountering gameplay. You should be backing this stuff up from time to time. The title screen logo and opening movie have been changed to those of Endwalker. For any of you that are new players and do not want to be spoiled by any of this stuff, just be really on top of that because it's going to play that trailer if you're trying to avoid that. Um, the Reaper and Sage have been added uh, to the solo rankings for our deep dungeons. Uh, do keep in mind that we expect a third deep dungeon this expansion, but those are something that do not come out at 6.0. Those come out further into this. Um, this is all of the stuff that goes live on Friday, December 3rd for early access or officially December 7th, that Tuesday. Um, there is much, much, much more to come. So this is a massive patch notes reading. Uh, yeah. Massive. I'm sure I'll get a PS5 when my PS6 is finally coming out. Sage Kid says, I hear some kids obviously being kids. Cool. And I'm beating well, thanks for the up, gifted so. sub from Fido to send ear picks and uh, PC Alley Cat. Thanks for gifting a sub. Thank you guys. As well, appreciate uh, the, the absolute support. Chris, are you going live right now? Or is this? I am. Okay. I'm going to sum this up a lot faster than two hours. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to finish my last level of Bard. <laughs> and uh, I've gotten my E12S clear. I have one quest remaining to have completed all side quests in the game up to Shadowbringers. Um, but not in Shadowbringers. And so that I'm finishing up the last of things so that I can be on to sit in Mordona and wait for the servers to go offline. All right, guys, Chris is about to take over, but that's going to wrap it up for this recording and uh, podcast. Again, uh, go check out Crystal Core Radio, the podcast on uh, every uh, podcasting platform. You can go uh, search for it, Crystal Core Radio, or check the links in the description. Thanks, Chris, for helping me get through this epic patch note. 6.0 is almost here, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being awesome. And we'll see you next time. Till then, take care.